19. We are still below, when we first started the podcast, our levels were Dow Jones at 26,185. S&P was trading 2,805. And since then, we've been uh, trending lower. There are some days we go higher, but as we have documented and um, examined that the higher days are simply lower than the high than when we first started this podcast uh, two weeks ago. March started off with a bang, then it quickly lost steam, and we've been trading lower since then. The trend is important because uh, if you look at just one day, you may want to go all in when in fact you'd be investing in a, in a lower trending market. So the S&P 500 is at 27.25, about 75 points down from where, uh, 75, 80 points down from where we started two weeks ago. The Dow Jones is at 25.301, NASDAQ is at 73.61. We have seemed to hit a temporary, a temporary high and we are trending lower. We had a low jobs report today at 20,000 jobs. The average has been approximately 220,000 per month. We've had the explanation from the White House being this is an anomaly, a flukish thing because of weather or something else. So the market is pretty much shrugging it off to some extent, but we're still down almost 1% today. We have the 10-year, uh, which is we've been following, is one of our main indicators. If you listen to this podcast every day, you will understand the markets better. I promise you, the 10-year is a major indicator on the health of the market. When people perceive that risk is should be off and they're not interested in riskier appetites, r riskier assets such as stocks, then they will pour their money into treasuries. And the 10-year reflects that. The 10-year is trading at 2.63. Lately, it had went as high as 2.75, but then has retreated down below the 2.65 level in which we started when we were when we first started this podcast two weeks ago. So the lower yielding, the lower yield means more money is pouring into it, and more money pouring into it drives the yield down because you have a greater demand on the product when the, when the demand lightens up the yield gets higher to attract more demand so that's how that works so uh gold is trading at 1371 it's up one percent today remember i said that gold is an excellent uh asset to buy in times of trouble i suggest a 10 percent allocation in gold so what we have is to an exhortation from me to look at your portfolio Look at your 401k, see what your percentage is from your equities to your fixed income and try to change that percentage to a little higher fixed income, a little less equities so you're able to uh, withstand any market drops that is happening and your, and your portfolio won't necessarily see the, uh, all the damage and you, can, and you can maintain some some of your wealth. If your portfolio drops 10%, you'll need <clears throat> approximately 12% to make up for the 10% because you have less assets to um, to grow than you have, you have more assets to lose. So to get back what you had before, you have to go overshoot. And we could talk about that at another time, the, the, the technicals of that. So uh, we also have uh, my investment my investment ideas for today is 
other than treasuries, you can have bond proxy assets, meaning assets that act like bonds. Uh, they pay a dividend and you're able to withstand the volatility or negative drops in the market by dividend paying securities. And dividend paying securities simply means that you buy stock and for, for example, you buy a $100 stock and they're paying 4% in dividends, your account will receive 4% per year on that particular stock. So if you have 100 shares of that, then you have 100 times, 100 times $4 and your, your account has made $400 that year in addition to what the uh, price action of, of that particular stock asset is. So a good dividend paying stock that has been doing well lately is Exxon. I only recommend blue chip companies. I don't believe in uh, penny stocks. I don't believe in stock in, in companies that <clears throat> aren't as aren't as uh, shady or nefarious or something like that. I only believe in blue chip uh, companies. So Exxon definitely fits that mode. It's paying a four percent dividend, and, it, and Exxon is up for fourteen percent this year. In addition to that. Also, another good blue chip company is Philip and Morris. They make cigarettes, I know. So if you're inclined to uh, investing in assets that you don't have a problem with some of the product that they're putting out, me, I don't. I don't look at that. I just look at the investment quality. Then I suggest Philip Morris is also paying 4% per year. <clears throat> and Sorry for the coughing. And they are also up uh, 14%. So... Um, you have you, you have Philip Morris. You have Exxon as my investment ideas for today. Uh, my my number my my greatest stock of the year. Apple is slightly down from 174 to 171, and Boeing, of course, is a little bit down. Uh, the market is also trading the fact that it's, it's coming to realize that I don't think there will be a China deal. Every time the administration says we're close, we're close, we're close, then we get a report they're not close. So the China deal is important because companies are paying tariffs. Those tariffs can't be necessarily passed on to the customers. So, the, so it's in essence a tax. So it lowers their earnings potential. And what's happening is companies aren't doing CapEx, meaning capital expenditures. <coughs> capital expenditures. And capital expenditures promote a better economy because when you spend on your own company, when you spend stuff, then, then you, you, you create a money flow, you create velocity, you create economic activity. If companies aren't doing capital expenditures because they don't know what the current policies are concerning tariffs, so they can allocate certain resources to pay for those tariffs, then that also is an underlying suppressing factor that hurts the economy and hurts GDP. So if the China deal isn't here, you're going to continually see companies not spending CapEx, and you're going to continually see companies um, kind of slow down, kind of slow their roll per se, and and you're also going to see, um, you're you're also going to see companies report lower on their earnings, and earnings is what we base their stock prices from, and stock prices is what we base the market index off of. So if we don't get a deal, which I don't think we will, because why would China want to give Trump a win when possibly you can wait him out, get to next president, and go back to business as usual, and not have to give up anything? So I think China is going to make that gamble and it's going to keep slow rolling the United States saying we're going to have a deal and never get one. So I don't see CapEx going higher anytime soon, and I see that our earnings is going to continually go lower than what the expectation is and the earnings goes lower then stock prices lower stock prices will follow because we base the prices off of how fast or how or how much the the uh companies are growing we pay a forward times amount so 
That's going to hurt the market, I believe. In addition, the world is still slowing. We're getting reports out of Germany, uh, Italy, France, that the production, industrial production is going down. And we're getting reports that China is also slowing down. And I believe that will affect us also. So all these factors involved, I suggest having a higher percentage of treasuries in your portfolio. I suggest um, buying either utilities. We can talk about, we're going to talk about utility stocks later on the next podcast. But I suggest buying utility stocks, always blue chip, or buying dividend paying assets like Exxon or Philip Morris. I also suggest a smaller allocation in gold to round out your portfolio. You can buy treasuries in the form of ETF called TLT. I suggest that. I have that as a hedge because, for example, TLT is up today uh, almost 1%. The market is down um, um, almost 1%. You also have the VIX. The VIX is a uh, fear indicator. As more people try to protect their portfolio, they buy assets that go negative and the market go positive. The VIX is a measure of that. The VIX was down was as low as thirteen dollars recently, and is um, almost it's over seventeen dollars today. Seventeen forty five. That is that is a thirty three percent rise in that asset. So that is an indicator that people are starting to get fearful, and they believe the market is going to go lower. So adjust your your portfolio accordingly. Try to wait to go heavy into any assets. Buy more defensive assets like treasuries or dividend paying stocks. And we will uh, talk again about this on the next podcast. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye.